Hello, hello, hello. Welcome along to Benchcast. I'm Neville O'Donoghue, and this is a podcast for bench warmers. Listen to me now, listen to me. Which phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. We're going to do it. Tyson Fury. It's Torres to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. You're a county? Absolutely not. That's a load of rubbish, Sean, to be quite honest. Uh, He's a disgrace of a football club. What a belt he's given it. I, 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 I love I love, I love me county, you know. We love Jambalas! On this week's podcast, I talked to John Shark Hanlon. John is most famous for his horse Hewick, which won the Grand National in America last year, and bring it into the local pub for a celebratory point. I talked to John about Cheltenham, training horses, and much, much more. With that, hope you enjoy the pod. John Joseph Shark Halloran, how are you? I'm good. Not a bother on it. That's good. You had, a, you had a nice time in Dubai? Oh, we had a great time in Dubai, so I had some country. Yeah. I, I could live out there. I could stay out there and live out there. I know. Well, you were just over for the weekend, were you? Were you over for business or what? Like? We were over, went, over, went over on Thursday, landed Thursday morning, uh, done a Cheltenham preview night, and then went racing on Saturday, and I was home. I left at one o'clock on, on Sunday morning. I was home here, back home here at uh, eleven o'clock on Sunday. You didn't go to the water park renting while you were in Dubai, no? Jet skiing? No, didn't. No. Went, went, went upstairs to the swimming pool, and that's as far as I got. Right, <laughs> here we'll start anyway. You're a Kilkenny man, and uh, I'll ask. Being a Kilkenny man, do you like your hurling? Because I know you play a bit. Oh yeah, you got your name. Hur- Hur- hurling, is, hurling is a big part of every every Kilkenny man in the in in Ireland. So there's anyone from Kilkenny, if you didn't like hurling, you shouldn't be. You're not a Kilkenny man. Right, but you're. Uh, I know you got your nickname, the Shark, playing a game again, playing a game hurling. But like, um, I met you at the races, and I said, "You're a big man. You didn't ever pack down in a scrum or anything, no." No, never went out. And I heard I was asked to go play rugby, but just at the time I was dealing in cattle and um, we were busy and we just hadn't time. We were lucky to get the hurling in. Yeah. What do you think of uh, the last thing I'll ask you about the hurling then? Brian Cody gone and the new manager now. How do you think Kilkenny will get on this year? Listen, you can't go without the players. And I'd say that's the problem we have at the moment. We have, I think every county is the same that. We have a lot of um, young players that are only coming along and I'd say it's going to take a couple of years and I'd say that's the reason that Cody left because um, to let someone else in to get used to the, the team, like it could take two or three years to, to make these, you know. So, um, listen, Cody was a great trainer. He was, he, you know, he was a great manager, a great trainer and what he'd done for Kenny Hurling, I'll never be forgot. Who will win the All-Ireland this year? I should take Limerick again, yeah. Like they're going to, they're going to take a hard, hard to be bet there again. So there now, like they're a good young team and they're improving. And I think that there's nowhere else in the country that that is improving like they are at the moment. No better, right? Uh, I suppose I'll start with then. I suppose with your pride and joy, uh, uh John um, Hewick won the American Grand National. 
that's surely one you would find right, in terms of business and success and everything. This the whole year just have been amazed with him. Like we went to England with him twice and uh three times altogether. We we won um and then he fell in Dulcer in Dulcer National over there. And then he went and he won the bet three six five, which is probably one of the biggest chases in England for the year. We came home, went to Galway, won the uh, Galway plate, which everyone every man in Ireland wants to win is a Galway plate. And uh, we were very unlucky in the Kerry National, and like it, uh, I, it's a long time ago since so I think of a Harsider won one boat, and we were going to win boat just when he came down, and we had our mind made up that we were going to America, so we went on to America with him, and um, he won the American Grand National, which was amazing. So it was, and we had I had all the I had the two boys over with me and Rachel, and um, just 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 something you dream of to go over there, and win win a national like that. It's something that you don't think happens to a small trainer in Ireland. Yeah. And then we were um we were picked for uh for the last three into the last three for horse of the year. Yeah. And um we went over to the Tips Award. I went over with myself because I never dreamt that we'd win it. When they called me name, I just couldn't believe it. It was an amazing thing to happen. You know, for a small trainer and to have just um, um, this to happen, you don't expect it, and like it's, it's like winning an Oscar, you know, yeah. you don't expect to win it, but we won it, and uh, we got great pride over it. Well, has there been many Irish horses win the American Grand National? No, no, no. Um, it's good you have to train, but um, it's a long time ago since an Irish National was won. Uh, there's a lot of horses go over to America for the big races, but they don't win it. So it's just great to be able to go over there and bring back the money. Oh, definitely. Do it's you... worth a lot of money, like it's 250000 Do you like your money green? Will there be many more ventures over to America? Definitely next year we'll have, um, I'd say most big races we're going to go over with. I have a couple of horses there for it, and I have a new American owners now after that, and they'd all love to have a, a runner over there. So... I'd say that we probably had over three or four times uh, this year now. What? Tell us about. We're going. We're, go on, sorry. We're we're going for the for the gold cup with the horse now in ten days' time. All right. So like that's for us. That's a big thing. Like to go to Cheltenham for a gold cup is amazing, and he'll go from there on to Liverpool for the national, which is worth a million. So um, it'd be nice to pick up one of them too. Any may do. Oh, I wouldn't say no to it. Um, and the other, the other thing I want to ask you, John, because look, I'm I'm not massive into horse racing. I love all sports. My old fellow was massive into horses. But the other thing I want to ask you is the video where I came across you was bringing the horse into the pub. You know, like that was a... Oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us about that, like. That was into me on local it's, When the horse came home from America, this and RT were very good. To, we were on RTE and... Everyone, all the neighbours knew, and like it was on RT News and the main news that with the horses after winning the grass in America. And, like it's not easy going to the main news. Usually, when you're getting onto the main news, it's bad news, not good news. Yeah. But listen, everyone was delighted to see the horse winning because um we'd be popular enough around, and um all the neighbours now were around, and um RT were down the next morning, and when we came when the horse came home then. Well, I said that I'd bring it down to 
our local village here and walk them up the street. And there was hundreds of people there on an awful bad day. And so when we were going up in the pub, I took a Devere into the pub and everyone was surprised to see the horse in the pub. But listen, um, it's such a quiet, a lot of horses you couldn't do that with because it wouldn't be quiet enough. But he's an old quiet lamb of a horse and you could bring him anywhere you wanted to. And um, I said, here, we'll bring him in and we brought him in and um, he had an old stuff of Guinness there, didn't do him a bit of harm. There was people giving out at the time um, up on Twitter and YouTube there was seven or eight or ten people put up, but I, I, I was asked about it the next day, and I said, listen, there's always seven or eight or ten people that never not done that in their life, and he drew the draw the doll or something like that, but there was 800,000 people that loved it. So I said, we'll talk about the 800,000 people, and um, that's that was the end of that. Oh, definitely. And did you, sorry, did you say there as well, John, that is he going to be racing in Cheltenham and now entry as well, yeah? Yeah, he goes to Cheltenham, uh, runs in Cheltenham on Friday week and he goes to entry then the month after. So, um, listen, there's a couple, couple of big weeks in front of us now. The next seven or eight weeks is, is big. Keep him sound and keep him, keep him right. That's most important, you know. All right. No, I'll definitely look out for him. And I suppose one of the questions we got in then, I suppose, which every fella's looking, is uh, do you have any standout fancies for the Cheltenham Festival? Listen, I think John Kiley's horse in the bumper on the second day. Um, John Kiley trains the JP owns it now. I think of it now in a minute, but um, he's he's four or five to one, and he's one of the horses I think will take a lot of beating in it. Yeah. Um, listen, when you're going to Cheltenham, you're taking on the top, and it's not easy um take on the top no matter where you go. Yeah. But um, like our own horse has a right each way chance, and he's a big price. Right. Like he don't deserve to be the price he is. He's twenty to one, and he. I remember when we go to Galway, people were knocking and say, "Oh, it's too short." And then when we went to Listall, said, "Oh, he's too much weight." But all them people were wrong, and they're knocking him again now. So that's a great sign. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Um, the other question I want to ask you, then, John, is that, like, I'm always interested, like. How did you get into horse training? Because I know you're you're originally a cattle dealer, but like, were you? Did you always have a love for the horses? We always had a love for the horse, and we're beside Paddy Mullins. We're brought up here beside Paddy Mullins, and when you're brought up beside Paddy Mullins, you have um, you have horses beside you at all stages. And I used to hang around with his sons, uh, Tom and Willie and Tony and George. And the first involvement I had was with a share with George, and from there on we we um we went on and we ended up starting up ourselves. The cattle thing was getting dicey because of um of everything. You know, there's a lot of red red tape, and I just decided to get away from it. Were you were you, were you any good in school? Or the horse, the horse of John Kiley's is called Dream to Share. Okay, right. Were you any good in school, or did you just have, uh, or was it just always horses? Like, um, just always horses, horses and cattle. When I was young, right. like I gave up school in like thirteen because um, we were dealing in cattle at the time, and um, I was with my father probably going to March from when I was eight or nine, and then I started going by myself, and um, from there on, then we went on to horses after after a, a, a start. Oh yeah. 
do you have a question I want to ask you was, uh, I, I was listening to interviews with you and I see your young fella runs the social media for you. Can you just tell me like the importance of the social media and having a good website? It's amazing. So it is since this, the horses, new horses, new owners, everything. Now I wouldn't know how to turn on the website, but Sean is here and he, he does that. He's into the website big time. And he's very good at it. If you go back and look at John John Hannan racing, you'll, anyone wants to look at it, they can see it there. And um, we'll be putting up everything on it. So, and I must say it as well is that we started a syndicate there, and we have a lot of American owners and Dubai owners. It's a cheap syndicate, right? There's two good horses, and one horse has two races, one the other horse is placed um, a few times. He only ran three times or four times, and he was placed nearly every time. But I started a syndicate when the horse won. I said, here, I buy two horses, two good horses, cost nearly 70000 and we're charging a £1,000 all in. Right. And like that's what people need. Some small people need something to um to to aim at there. Like, people love having a share in the horse, but they can't afford it. But this is brilliant. £1,000 all in, no hidden cost. I'm hoping that the horses are learning enough this year to keep me in trend for next year and the year after. So, like, you could have a horse in trend with me, a share of a horse for £1,000 for, for the next number of years. Yeah. And it's great. It's a great old banter I had so there because um, the lads that are involved, um, we set up a website. And there's great banter they going on between the whole lot. It's it's gas. There's business even going on between them. You know, there's yeah. one lad was selling jackets there, and he he sold a hundred jackets nearly. You know, because of it. So, right. but like it's a thousand pound all in, and I, I don't think there's any better syndicate in the world than it. You know, and to be a lot of fun having. You know, we have people from Boston, we have people from Dubai, we have people from America, England. Uh, we have about seventy shares sold. Yeah. So there's about 30 shares left, but it won't be long going because we have it only up there about six weeks and it'll go. But it, for someone small that wanted to get in, have interest, I, I tell you, I, I set it up at Christmas and you'd be surprised how many people bought it for their father, for their mother for Christmas, you know. Yeah. And um, But it, it's, it's a great website and you, you see all the details of John Hannon Racing. And like is like does your young fella do that full time then like or like I know he's still very young and he's in school. He's only, like, he's only twelve. Yeah, <laughs> he's only twelve. He's in he's in school. Um, so he is. And what you're paying now, He said this. He said, "Oh, he, he's here beside me. Come over here, look. This is the buy. This oh. is the buy. But he um listen. He sets up everything for me because um." If you rang me to say help this now tonight, I'd have some job of doing it. So, right. but um, listen, and have Jitter son then, and he's, he's into the riding. He's yeah, well, he's he's riding pony racing. He he won the Dingle Derby this year, and he won the Scottish Championship as well. Yeah. So he's getting a license out in June. So right. we're looking forward to that now as well. Do you know he he's only a chap. He's only fifteen, but um, he's great interest. He looks after Hewitt there as well. He's at, he's in all the shots there with Hewitt. If you go back to it, you'll see all the shots with him. He's a tall chap. I don't think he's going to be riding for the rest of his life. Or right? he'll get seven or eight year old, maybe. And I'd say he'll get, he'll get too heavy then. But at that stage, he can take over for me and have built away at it. You know. 
and your 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 partner Rachel is involved too. Like how how important are the three of them to your whole business? Like you know, it's it's very important because she looks after all the book work, and there's a lot of book work in this game, and um we when we be buying the horses, we go through all the farms, and two of us go through the farm or together and uh, pick out the horses we want to buy because we'd always have horses here to sell, which is very important. When you have a business like ours, you'd have different people. As a matter of fact, today, two different people rang me looking for, would they have a, a, a leg in a horse? And we always try and have a few horses for people. Yeah. And so, um, like, we put four people there together into a horse or, you know, two people or whatever the case may be. But um, there's, there's, there's plenty of horses, but you have to pick the right ones. That's very important. Right. You you played a big part in uh, Rachel Blackmore's uh, career, I think, did you? We did, yeah. No, we started, Rachel started with us, and uh, we're all very proud that she did because she started, she, her first winner she ever rode was for us, and um, we turned her pro, and listen, she's have been, she's have been an amazing girl, so she's, and she's a lovely girl as well. Like, I just the other day I was racing, like, and people coming up and daughters with their daughters and son to take a photo, and she never turns anyone down, which is so, so important. But, like, when she was working here for me, she was very dedicated. She loved her horses, and um, it's very hard to get young lads like her now these days. You know, staff is not, our staff is good. We're lucky to have with the staff we have, but young lads don't have as much interest as they had 10 years ago. Yeah, no, that's definite. Uh, do you know, I suppose the final few questions then, John, was um, I wanted to ask you was uh, where do you see yourself in five or ten years' time? What what hopes and ambitions do you have? What do you want to achieve next? Listen, uh, we we achieved a lot this year. Uh, we couldn't believe. I'd love to win a gold cup, an English national, an Irish national. Um, even back to Kerry, where we left it behind us this year. Kerry, Kerry is in my heart a lot because. Um, we are. I, I'm going to carry for years. Took me holidays for Listowel, and I love Listowel. And to get back, we won. We won the Kerry National. I was on a long train with a horse called Alpha Beat, and um, we nearly won it last year. But we'll be back. We'll be back fighting for this year, and we'll be back fighting for the Galway Plate this year. Please God, mm-hmm. um, to get a few nice owners. You're always dreaming. Like when I went to Dubai there, you're hoping that you'll fall into someone that'll spend a few pounds. Like I have a lot of horses, but they're all low price horses. Yeah. And you're you have to when you've low price horses, you have to um you're working at the bottom of the barrel. But please God now, with the success we had this year, we're getting up that ladder. Yeah. And I'd love to be in five years' time with good graded horses and um, to be a going racing every Saturday and Sunday. Right. Uh, the final question I want to ask you then was, uh, you're from Bangladestown, like, and you mentioned there, Willie Mullins, and I, I actually had Emin Mullins on the podcast previously. He was a year or two below me in school, but is there something in the water down there? Like, how come there's so much success for a year? I, I tell you, it's amazing in my, from my door, if I went five miles from my door, I'd say there must be 25 trainers. Right. It's amazing, such is. But like you have down the road from me, you have Margaret Mullins and Tom Mullins and Tony Mullins, and then at the other side you have Willie Mullins and Jim Bulger and Dusty Sheehy and yeah. Dick Donahoe. You know, 
there's an awful lot of trainers in a small area. It's kind of like Newmarket, you know, yeah. in England or Lamborn, you know, but there's an awful lot of interest. But there's a lot of people implied here now. Like, I'd have 14 or 16 people implied there and they all have to be paid every week. But horses is a funny game. You have to love it. Yeah. And people have to love horses. But anyone that gets involved with it, we, we do a thing here every Saturday morning. I'd invite all my owners here. Whenever they want to come, they're welcome to come in, get a cup of tea, sit at a table, have it. I got this new syndicate that we started now. We're bringing them in tens at the moment, and they're coming every Saturday, right? And the banter at the table here every Saturday. Some people have never met, like the horses have only one horse that ran once, that's all. And the rest of them, they're all going to run in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But all them people are meeting each other for the first time. And we went to Dundalk, we ran horse in Dundalk once, and there was about 25 there or 30. And we sure we had to go into the bar to have a drink. And there was more of us in the one group than there were in the whole of the rest of the place. Yeah. So, like, in my, in my time anyway, I like to have atmosphere in the yard. I like to have people coming, enjoying their crack, enjoying their fun. And that's very, very important. No, I, I can see you're famous for the cup of tea, all right? I see that, John, with your different interviews and whatnot. <laughs> but um, the final thing, I, I do this with all my guests, John, is uh, quick fire yes. questions, okay? So, yes. uh, what's your favorite food? Uh, good steak. Favorite golf course? Oh, Mount Judas. How often do you do your dirty laundry? Never. I get it done for me. Right. Favourite holiday? I think uh, Dubai, I'd have to come into there now. I, I really enjoyed last weekend. Okay. Uh, go to karaoke song. Oh, good God. Um, I don't know. Um, no, pass. Yeah. Craziest thing you've ever done? Craziest thing I've ever done? Um, probably take, out, take up heart strength but it was working <laughs> and the uh, best book you ever read never read a book Okay. don't read books alright don't win have time the, win the world cup or win the masters the world cup and finally Westlife or boys on boys on John Hanlon thanks a million well done, and listen, thanks for having me on. No, John, sound for that. And thanks for listening. And thanks again to John Shark Hanlon, a really nice guy. I met him, uh, he was over here in Dubai for the weekend, and a uh, really nice guy to talk to. And good luck to him with uh, his horses. I'll definitely be keeping an eye out. And just another great success story there, and great Irish success story. And uh, fair play to John and his two boys and his partner, Rachel. So thanks a million again, John, for coming on. Remember, I'll be back again next time where you where you can get, where I'll have someone else from the world of sport on. Remember, you can get this podcast on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Neville O'Donoghue. Thanks for listening, and I'm out of here.